0: <laughs> Shalom, everyone. Uh, do you hear me? Yes, okay, thank you. Uh, welcome, Alan Eliline, Linda, Flora, and uh, Miriam Ben Nice seeing you with us tonight. Uh, I hope that uh, others will join us. Uh, we have a lot of Material to cover today, so I like to start right away. So we are talking about uh, the story of Eden from the uh, point of view of the scene, developing the concept of scene, and we mentioned that uh, uh, Eden, Eden stands for sexual pleasure the place was central, so this is a place where uh, spiritual uh, uterus, uh, father and mother Hashem Elohim uh, created Adam in the in world of forming, form Adam in a virtual form day of, uh, in a virtual space on the third day before there was any rain, rainy, shrub on earth, we spoke about it and uh at first he it, it, it commanded the uh first he commanded the, the child do not touch the tree uh, because you die. Uh, Adam didn't know what death mean in Eden, uh but uh, he had he knew that he has to listen to the father and mother. And this is the most, we said, this is the most primordial concept of sin. sin sinning is listening, is a violation of father and mother in heaven. Of course, uh, Hashem Elohim is one, so we, don't, we never say father and mother, it sounds very strange. So we say father in heaven, but in fact uh, the attributes are one. Uh, but the idea is here in the Torah that in the chapter of Je- uh, this chapter of uh, the story of Eden is the only one in the Torah that the two cherubs, the two attributes, are written side by side as if they are father and mother. In fact, the Zohar described them as father and mother. So the, the most primordial concept of sin in our soul as we are grow, as we grow, grow up. Is a violation. Sin is a, something that we do against the father and the mother' wish. You know, don't touch the ivy, po- the poison ivy, my child, because you will get an allergy, and you will die. Well, the child doesn't know what allergy is, but he nevertheless he is afraid. He doesn't touch the the, the poison ivy. And let's say uh, exactly what they told the Adam, don't touch the forbidden fruit because you're going to die. What is this? Adam, in the world of forming, in the in the computer space on, on in Eden, uh, he didn't know what, what death is, uh, but uh, nevertheless he he, didn't, he refrained from touching that food. And then we went on to develop the the second concept of uh, of uh, of sin, because the Torah right away says that uh, I just can remind you. That, uh, he commanded Adam not to touch that fruit by what commandment actually he added the sixth commandment uh, again although there is no, no there are no relevant to 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 the life of Adam in Eden, because Adam didn't know what death is, what bloodshed is, what theft is, there is no private property, not even adultery or adultery at that point, because there was no Eve, he was alone and yet Hashem told him, gave him the sixth commandment, it is like a child going to school and he learned about uh, all kinds of laws that in societies doesn't he really, doesn't really understand them, but he knows that uh, this is what the teachers, him authority, teaching the principal of the school, teaching the school, the king telling that. So without really being in life, in real life, but the child know, learn the law. So another another aspect of scene is now the second level. As the child grow, is uh, listening to authority. Father and mother is not enough. You know, we need authority. Sometimes outside, outside the house, uh, in school or in the government, tell him what to do. Uh, and then we learn that child continue to grow, and uh, uh, then he he uh, he learn uh, he get. Uh, uh, this because we follow this we follow the story of the Eden as uh Hashem bring to Adam all the animals to give name, which means he tested Adam's logic and wisdom and indeed Adam was so wise he gave name to everyone, including to Hashem and Elohim So at that point sin is is against logic, you know. The the child grow up in high school and tell him you know, don't sing, don't do this, don't do that, because it's not good for society to do that. Well at that point Adam doesn't really care much about, the child doesn't care much about society, but he learned the idea, the chokhmah, the, the concept, without really experiencing. It. And he seems he's a logical creature, so the child is a logical person, so he understands, it makes sense to him, you know, don't steal, because otherwise society Will fall apart. Well, the child at school doesn't know what stealing is. Maybe he's stealing penny cash from from his mother, but but not really. Uh, hopefully, not real stealing or robbing or mugging in normal society. So, so that's what the third level of uh, of uh, knowledge of of a uh, sin that against against the logic logical error. And then we said there's another level of scene as a, as a child could grow up the father and mother tell him it's not nice to do this, it's not uh, Johnny, it's not nice to behave uh, Caroline behave behave nicely, so the child, the, 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 the daughter or the son behave nicely to find face in the eyes of the parents or the eyes of the authorities, so here is a like uh, the sin is is is, is uh, perceived as an ethical blemish. If I don't behave, if I, if I commit a sin, I I kind of uh, develop the ethical blemish on my on my honor or my honor or my reputation. So the desire to be uh, to be nice and clean and and, and aesthetically uh, appealing. Now, all these concepts that I'm presenting to you here are not just out of my mind. This is actually the basis of, uh, of the uh, uh, Day of aton- Atonement, the Yom Kippur. Uh, this is the, the base of our own prayer, all the service of, of the Atonement of Yom Kippur. Uh, when we, we ask Hashem to to forgive us for our sins, what is sin? There uh, in Yom Kippur we go over all these concepts that I mentioned to you here. Uh, father and mother, my king. In fact, the, typically all the all the prayer of, of Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah start with our father and king in heaven, forgive us, and then. Uh, 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 they not, it's not logical and the and the and the aesthetical, aesthetical blemish of sin will come to it in a minute. Uh, that's why we, we we cleanse, we go to, to the water to cleanse ourselves. Uh, that's the aspect of Yom Kippur is a clean cleansing. Uh, it's a day that cleans the blemish. Uh you Rabbi Soloveitchik talked about it or in his book of Chuba of Yom Kippur. So, so here are the concepts of, of sin that are uh, developed right away uh, with the primordial sin in, in, in Eden. You know, if you ever ask yourself, where are the concepts coming from? Where, where do we know that sin is against our Father in Heaven, the King in Heaven, and so hmm. on? Where are... Uh, so, uh, so, you know, this is, the, this is the source of that. It's from, from the hidden. From the story of Eden. All right. So now uh, we we uh, this is this is where we finished last week, and we said that at this point uh, Adam is uh, developed uh, is a young man, so to speak, and uh, uh, now time to bring in a wife. He's mature enough, and now uh Shem could bring to and so far. The only commandment he has to abide by in, in Eden is, uh, namely, idolatry, which means listening to the father and mother of the king. So that's idolatry here. He's not gonna, he's not gonna bow to stone and wood the uh, statuses in Eden. But for Adam in his level in Eden, uh, if he disobeys father in heaven or the king, he, he called he accepted the kingship. Of the King of the Universe, so when he if he violates the commandment, uh, he he for him it's a commit is as, as as if he, he transgressed to the first commandment uh, idolatry, for Adam level. And at that point, the only commandment he had, Hashem told him, uh, do not touch from that fruit. So if he touches that fruit. That's the only commandment he can. The only commandment he can perform. The only negative prohibition he can abide. In. So if he touches that that food, uh, he transgresses uh, idolatry. He not only viols, he, Not only he does. He he, he does something that com- will commit him to death, but he, he commits a sin, and the sin is. Transgressing uh, all these concepts that we, we mentioned earlier, Father in Heaven, King, logical error, uh, aesthetical blemish on his reputation. But now, uh, with a, a Hashem says it's not good for Aaron to be alone. In fact, we, did, we mentioned last time it, the verse says really, it's not it's not good that Adam will be alone it's not not. It's not It's good for Adam to be alone as people usually translate it people think that it's not good for Adam to be alone so that's why he made Eve for him but that's not the, the simple explanation if you read the verse carefully it says it's not good for the sake of goodness that Adam would be alone it means that we cannot achieve anything if Adam will stay alone well well, what the whole purpose of, of creating Adam will be stuck we need, we need Adam we need to abide by the Sixth Commandment so he need adultery he needs to, to abide by, by bloodshed and all the rest of them so if he stays alone there is no meaning for the Sixth Commandment so it is not good and he cannot achieve he cannot make the world very good and bring the Sabbath if he stays alone so Hashem now uh, bring him a wife and with a wife now there is a whole new world open to our wife, a new, new universe of possibility of sin and we discussed it last time this verse we said that uh, Hashem, uh, the creation of Eve that Hashem Elohim uh, uh, put to sleep uh, uh, Adam and uh, this is again in the in the in the virtual space of Eden remember on the third day before there was any shrub on earth, before there was any rain before there was any seed of life on earth this is a virtual uh, world of forming or formation there uh, in space, the world of planning as we explain it it's like the blueprint uh, a stage of conceiving a project so this is where he created Adam uh, Eve and he put Adam to sleep so to speak and he took out of his one of his side and Tzela we translated the word tzela here here is not as a rib as some people translate it by the to the Midrash it's one of his side and close it up his flesh and so before Eve, Adam was like a bisexual creature. Now he, he divided Adam into two sides, so he won't be alone. And uh, he made a woman from him, and he brought him to Adam, and Adam said, "This is now a bone for my bone and so forth, flesh for my flesh." And he called her Isha, a woman. She's not yet called Eve. She's called the woman, and this is how we're going to relate relate to her for the rest of our story as a woman. So, uh, now we discussed it last time that the notion that somehow Eve is inferior to Adam, uh, it's not what what the rabbi uh, usually uh, saw it. Other, you know, when it came to the hand of Rome or or again to the name of uh, who knows what Uh, they put in the story anything they want but it's not what what the rabbi said it's not what Jewish tradition, Jewish tradition actually says most of it of course there are many voices uh, but uh, the mainstream tradition is that actually Eve is superior or the, the woman was superior because she was made last and because she was made without consultation according to the will of the Creator. We discussed it last time, I mentioned it to you I mentioned, remember the will I will is beyond beyond my my, my myself. Myself is a subject, my self, I mean my 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 sense of self, my self consciousness is subjected subjective to my, my inner will. The will is a crown. That dictates what how, how 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 the self will decide between the two attributes so we have two, uh, two attributes to the right and left so to speak uh, one is a judgment house judgment one is mercy. the attributes are in us two so we have a self that decided between the attributes this is how the the, the final verdict is done. But the final verdict is done by the self. Myself is decide one way or the other because of some forces that dictate how 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 I work, and that's the subconsciousness. The idea of subconsciousness that uh, prevailed in Judaism much before uh, Freud heard it in Hasidic recitation in Vienna. So here, are the superior ego, my, my inner will, uh, is is that what created Eve, so Eve, is is was done without any consultation, just from expression of his innermost desire of the Creator. So she is a crown of creation, not Adam. And I gave you many examples from that last time because the women considered more righteous. Because of women, it uh, Jews uh, Israel were redeemed from Egypt. Because of women, uh, women accepted the Torah first more than men men go to the country club women go to torah classes and you can see it anywhere you want uh, unless you oblige men to come to the torah classes otherwise they will end up uh, in sport or, or country club we can gain some secondary gain Yeah, when they go to the bank to, to, uh, to the country club to meet uh, the, the chairman of the board, they are playing uh, 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 playing golf with him that's good but uh, to sit and learn Torah, well, uh, relatively women that are attracted to that uh, without any secondary gain. So women are, Rabbi observed it years ago, that that's true, and and they do, women are considered to accept the Torah on Sinai before, before men. Uh, and, uh, and so forth. There are many, many examples. We are not, our subject is not now the status of women, but I just wanted to point out that, we, that the fact that the woman was created after, after the man is actually to her credit. And uh, now let's go back to our story. with with eve now the, the 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 circle of possibility of sin has been widened because now uh we have we still have idolatry idolatry for both of them means uh, listen to the father and your king which means do not eat from the tree of knowledge good and evil so the same commandment of idolatry still pertains to both of them but now they have adultery because now they have a they uh, they are a couple and the couple are married because why they are married Adam and Eve were married in Eden uh, because the verse immediately says this is why man or Ish leaves his father and his mother and cleaves to his wife Isha and they become one flesh. That's immediately uh, the verse says after Eden with Adam of of Eve, or the woman, and right away here, uh, the 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 commandment the second commandment is activated, adultery. To, to with this detail because it says that what the verse is saying now, that man should leave his father mean his father wife. His mother, it cannot, it cannot cohabit with his mother, and not with his with his mother daughter, and not with his own daughter, and he should cleave to his wife and not somebody else's wife, and they become one share one flesh. It means you can have sexual relationship only when to your kind and not homosexuality and not bestiality So all this prohibition, classical prohibition of adultery. The six women here I listed to you all the, all the prohibition, all that comes from that verse. You don't find it in any, any other place like that. So if you ask yourself where are Bnei Noach, where, where does it say that Bnei Noach cannot sleep with, with his mother or with his uh, father's wife, and where where it's written? So you for Bnei Noach should look Israel is also Bnei Noach, so Israel is part of it. Israel are a special kind of Nenor. But uh, all that pertains to all humanity. So all humanity got uh, the notion of uh, morality, sexual morality, from that verse. From where Eve Eve was born. This is a Rambam, and to you. And the Rambam, of course, is mainstream in Judaism. So right here where Eve is born, so uh, marriage is born. Because it says, uh, it says, a... Uh, 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 it says, therefore man leaves his father, mother, and father, and he cleaves to his wife, and they become one flesh. The one, the word one is in, in, interpreted as, a, as a, the Creator is one. So when we cling to our wife, or the wife cling to the husband, morally right, uh, with marriage, they introduce a shame into the world. So marriage is sanctified so it's not that Adam and Eve uh, sat down and write a contract with a lawyer we live together for five years and then uh, we can decide again after five years if it's okay if not you go this way, I go this way no, they were, they were married with, with a, with a full stem of Hashem, the sanctification of Hashem so there is a holiness not only in Jewish marriage but in Bnei Noach marriage, where, where, where does it come from? From this verse so if somebody come to you, a uh, fool, and say, I heard this, uh, some people say, well, no, how not married, because there's no rabbi there, uh, there is no ring, there's no chupa, there is no, well, you know, those, you know, when you, you raise your brow, and you say, "Those people simply you don't know what they are talking about, because all human, all human beings, all the children of Adam and the children of Noah, <coughs> excuse me, uh, they are married by, uh, with the sanctification, with the, proof, with the obligation to bring a shame into their life. And to abide by this law that was given to Adam and Eve. Not to Israel and Sinai, but to Adam and Eve in Eden. The father of all of us. And, and the fact that the Torah, we don't preach that the Torah arbore great. Or, or, or nullify the previous Torah as other people, you know, other religions, so to speak, they always say, "Oh, listen to me," and when I come, all the previous teaching are gone. Moses was the modest of all people, and he said he didn't. He came here just to add some restriction to the, to Israel, but he he supported and encouraged all humanity to listen to Adam and to particular to Noah. So it's not, so all this idea of marriage, sanctification of marriage, come from Eden, pertain to all humanity. So nobody should tell tell you that ever that uh, marriage is not sanctifi- sanctified by, by Noah and so forth. Noah movement doesn't, should uh, there's no marriage to the Noah. That's nonsense. Um... Uh, so with adultery with, a, with this uh, so let's summarize so far so here is a, Hashem saw that it's not good we cannot achieve any goodness in the world if, if Adam stay alone so he, he brought him a wife and with a wife uh, immediately uh, the option of, of uh, there is a marriage with a new option of sin and sin, the new sin is now adultery and you can commit adultery only with a married woman and that's why it's so important to to, to, to emphasize that they were married the rest of the commandment by the way, you know the bloodshed and the theft and injustice, and blasphemy, so far they are still potential, because even with Eve in Eden, still there is no death, there is no private property. Even. So, so the rest of the commandment, out of the six, they are still in potential, only if they fall on earth, uh, they will be activated. But in Eden, uh, we have now only two commandments: idolatry and adultery. But uh, but there is another point here. That's not, uh, that's not enough. Because, uh, because we, we, uh, we are talking about sin. Uh, are we are focusing on sin. And uh, the introduction of marriage and adultery, now there is a new sin. Uh, and the sin is now betrayal of the marriage. Well, let me give you an example here. What, what's, what's going on here? So I said let's go to, to remember we talked about like a Johnny. So here is Johnny uh, age he's now uh, fourteen is okay? uh, is now flooded with hormones. Before that age eight or, or nine Okay, he was uh, his libido and all his emo, uh, emotional life was uh, in science. you know this is the age we swallow encyclopedias. And we give names. We learn science. We are fascinating by science. So that's the naming, that's the age he gave name. He was a very logical creature. But now, when time of procreation appears, uh, Johnny is uh, his whole emotion is flooded towards the opposite sex. He has no. That is fascinating. There is nothing that can fascinating more than the opposite sex. And uh, so love and also jealousy and loyalty to the beloved one. So uh, I, I wrote it like this. So with the woman by his side, I still don't call her Eve because this is how the, the verse relate to her. Uh, the, with the woman by his side he's called Ish man and she's called Isha women. Uh, by the woman aside, so Adam feels love for the first time. He clings to, to his wife and they become one flesh. And through his clinging to his wife and they be, uh, become oneness, now listen to that. Adam learned how to relate to the Creator, to his father and mother in heaven, in heavens, in a new way. To unite them as one with love. But to say to, to make a shamelow king to unite them, his father and mother in love, when he loves his when he loves his wife, he understand how the attribute love each other. So the Rambam says without knowing the feeling of love of for, for a woman or a woman for a man Adam, can, a, a man can never can never get an idea of what love to what love to Hashem is, what the heavenly love is. So now there is a, a new aspect of sin. So from now on, as uh, finally, as, at this point when Adam fall in love with Eve, with his wife, uh, because she is his wife, and and uh, so and it's good for them to be together and and, and uh, so sin now because of the adultery issue that's now activated so sin is not only uh, the transgression of the father and mother as I said earlier it's not only a transgression of the king order but it's a betrayal of love to Hashem Elokim, his beloved one it's a new aspect of, of sin if I sin if I sin I, I betray the love that Hashem has to me, and I have to Hashem. In fact, the, the prophet of this is the most prevalent notion of, of uh, prophet. Excuse me. Um, you okay. know. So this is the most the most notion of of uh, of uh, uh, the most prevalent uh, notion of sin uh, in the Bible because the Israel prophet always related to to Israel as betraying the love Israel is the woman or the wife of Hashem here it comes from especially idolatry, idolatry and, and adultery for them it's the same thing if Israel bowed to the idols they commit adultery and, and that's it, that's come from here so that's a new notion of sin now, let's go on. So now, now they are, the f- the Torah, so we learn so many aspects of sin, and yet, the most important one of sin, the most the most important aspect of sin is right in front of us. We learn that sin can, is transgression of this or that, further, and logic, and, but, but, the, the, the and shame, because it's, uh, Uh, Hashem um, uh, it's like an aesthetical illogical, aesthetical blemish but the most important aspect of sin is right in front of us and the Torah continues and it says like that and so now Adam and Eve are falling in love and they are married and surprisingly surprisingly a surprising uh, verse. Everybody is bewildered by that. And they were both naked. It says Arumim. Arum, Arum is naked. Adam and his wife and they were not ashamed. So in rep- ro- ro- this world, in this computer world they are up there in the third day before there was any shrub, any tree on earth, or, or that virtual world of of Eden. Uh, Adam and Eve are formed, they are like young couple, fourteen, fifteen, let's say, flooded with love and engaging in love. And they walk around uh, when, uh, uh, with the naked naked with uh, un who heard about such a thing? How can they not be shame? So there, every, everyone is bewildered by this uh, question and try to answer. So I gave you just a few, uh, few examples. For instance, Stefano, the Italian 11th century commentary, says uh, they were not ashamed by the nakedness because they, were comp- uh, they complied by the Creator world by the word of the Creator. So why should they be ashamed? They were like children who never seen. So they, he, he assumed that their in, the innocence uh, made them unashamed of wickedness. That's the Sephora. But the Rambam uh, who, who is more kind of basic his word on, on really the insight of the entire Talmud so the Rambam says it a little differently. Very interesting. And the Rambam is echoed by many other Spanish, especially Spanish Jewish uh, Middle Ages uh, commentators, who based on the Zohar, who based on, on ancient tradition. So they say it differently. They say, Adam and Eve, or Adam and his wife, rather, were not ashamed by the nakedness, because at that point, listen to that, at that point they knew only right from wrong but not yet good from evil. They didn't eat from the fruit, so they didn't know good from evil because the tree is a knowledge of good of evil. But they ate from other fruit and they knew right from wrong. They were smart, they were logical. They knew right from wrong, but they didn't know good from evil. That's what the Ramam says. And you know, there is nothing wrong if you think about what's wrong is it to go naked. It's very logical. Why should I go uh, dressed up all the time? You know, many cultures didn't see any shame in the the nakedness. Some even uh, worshipped it so it 's uh, so uh, the, so they, they so there 's nothing wrong in going naked, so at that point they didn 't do good from evil so now, what does it let's let 's get get a little insight, what the Rambam is saying the Rambam is saying now that they were like animals. Because in animals, sophisticated animals, they were smart and, and wise, but at that point, they behave like animals, sophisticated animals. Because basically animals walk around naked without a shame. I have never seen any animal, sophisticated as it can be, social as it can be, but walking around, they're covering its nakedness. There's no such thing. An uh, animal can create cultures, can create society with a queen, with workers, with, with generals, and you you know, you name it. But nakedness? They never cover the nakedness. What's wrong with being naked? So at this point, before the eating from the forbidden food, the Raman said, they didn't know good from evil. They knew only right from wrong. They were like sophisticated animals. Now, how do I know that the Rambam is really saying the truth? Any question for me so far? I want to be sure that you are with me. Any question? Any question for me? Are you all asleep? No, are I okay? Fine, so you are not asleep. Okay. No, fine, Linda. I'm so glad, so you are with me. Fine, so let's uh, continue now and ask our question. uh, How can I prove that this is true, what the Rambam is saying, that... That uh, Adam and Eve were at that point equal to to sophisticated animal. So because right away, as the Torah talks about Adam and Eve walking naked, the Torah says like this: "They were both naked, arumim." I said the word in Hebrew, arumim. Adam and his wife, and they were not ashamed because of nakedness. Now the Torah says. The serpent was the most arum than all the beasts of the field which Hashem Elohim had made. And it says to the woman, as Elohim said, you shall not eat of any of the tree of the garden. So the serpent came in. So the serpent, the Torah says, we discuss the serpent in a minute what it was, but anyhow, right now the first thing we notice about the serpent it was a room. He was also naked. So Adam and Eve and the serpent were both naked, and the serpent is counted here explicitly with the field with the beast of the field that Hashem Elohim has made. Here it says he was a small. He was a room naked. Then all the beasts of the field, which Hashem Elokim has made, so he's counted, he's counted among them, and he was naked and not ashamed. So there is a parallel between between Adam and Eve at that point and the serpent. So let's remember here a point that uh, to be to to know right and wrong, or to be right and wrong. As opposed to good and evil. What the Ramam is saying, that the couple, the human couple, knew right for wrong. What is right for wrong? Right for wrong is when Elohim judges. When I, I do right thing and I do wrong thing. I, I abide by sin and I, or I, if I abide by, if I commit my, if I, if I abide by his command, I do his shame will. I'm doing the right thing, or logically right. Or, or righteous Mean I come out, my verdict in the judgment was that I'm righteous, I'm okay. So being righteous, or being right, means that the verdict of, a, of the judgment is that, you know, there is a balance of my good thing against my bad, bad things. Deeds. Deeds, not character, my deeds. Are on the balance, so if the balance still towards positive, I did more more good things, so I'm righteous in the, in, in the court. Otherwise, I'm I'm i uh, wicked in the court. Or there is a, the idea of there is something right and wrong, truth and, and lie. That pertain to to the to Elohim. Lokim is is considered like a, the attribute of emis of, of truth. So truth and lie, right and wrong, belong to Lokim. Whereas good and evil is an assessment of my character. And they represent the verdict of Hashem. So when I say that, when Raman said that a couple knew right from wrong, and they didn't know God from evil. It means, actually, the Rambam was saying that they knew Elohim. Like, like animals. Animals know the Creator. But they have no idea of, of the Yudha, Ravke, of the mercy. So, uh, at this point, the Rambam says, before they ate from the forbidden fruit, Adam and Eve were working around naked because they have no perception of Yudha, k so let's discuss it for a minute uh... so the, if you... I, I put here the question uh, uh, the, the point, I put here the observation that you look look at the serpent world when the serpent talk to the women and he says like that uh, Elohim said, look, look, the verse says, now the serpent was the most arum, naked, than all the beasts of the field, which Hashem Elokim has made. So the verse mentions Hashem Elokim. And then right away, the serpent said to the woman, Hezelokim said, you shall not eat. Well, the serpent uh, should have said as Hashem Elokim said because the, the Hashem Elokim told, told Adam and Eve not to eat he omits he omits the, the uh, yud have of k he mentioned only Elokim, why? because he is an animal, he is a beast a beast can never know what, what mercy is as sophisticated as it, as it be but it cannot. There is no way he can he know what mercy is. How come? How could be, before? How how is it possible? How could Adam and his wife live in Eden, because of the Rambam so close to Hashem Elokim and not be aware of Hashem? So let's discuss it for a moment before we continue with a fascinating story so how come they, at that stage they fell in love with each other and they were walking out naked like animals knowing being unaware of Hashem well that's nicely said but it's imp- but they, this is humans they are not beasts so they, they have the perception after all Hashem Elokim made them together so how come they didn't perceive Hashem they, were not as, they, not know, they didn't know good from, from, from evil so some said or some said because they at that point they didn't eat from the forbidden fruit so there was a magic in forbidden fruit that gave them the knowledge of Hashem and they didn't eat it so they didn't know Hashem or they didn't sin uh, and that's why only sin can give them the perception of Hashem but in fact it's not so uh, because the uh, how could they think about it think about it with me now the couple living in Eden under the umbrella under the protection of Hashem, of the mercy they don't know what death is they don't know what sorrow is they don't know what sickness is they don't know what misery is they don't know what evil is you remember we define evil as anything bad that happened to us so sickness earthquake, hurricane Beside our people that people can do evil to us, so 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 uh they in, in in Eden they have no idea they live they live protected there the Hashem Hashem the King in this virtual world of 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 Eden they were protected so there there was no way they could understand what 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 the mother in heaven so to speak. Has given them the protection she gave him. It's like a young couple, or, or a young boy, or a woman, or girl that's living at home, and until they go outside to college, they don't know what what, what, what home is. Only when they go to college, they are they suddenly they phone home. Oh mother, I love you. Where are you? Because now they perceive the first time uh, the the warmth and the protection that they, they had all their life in home. So as long as they are in Eden, there is no way, uh, without knowing any 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 uh, any evilness occurring to them, there is no way they could know, know Hashem. Now the word "know" here is, you know, we need to be particular here. What means knowing Hashem? Of course, they were wise. They had chokhmah and bina. They had the concept of the mercy. Not so much that Adam was the the one who coined the name you know that you have f k means it's acronym, he was here he was uh, He it will be he will be he was and he is remember we talk about it he coined the name so here the the Chokmah had the, the concept and the Bina, it could even detect he gave name to the other creatures, but he didn't have the dark, the practical meaning, the practical feeling, the experience what mercy is. So they, they, and, and the tree, actually, the forbidden tree is called, not tree of knowledge, it's called the tree of Dat. Dat, in Hebrew, is that third level, the lower level, the practical level of knowledge. So what they lack, like, they, they have in Eden, they know Hashem. Of course they know the mother and father, but he didn't perceive it. They didn't mean they know mercy. Well, you know, a child learns about mercy, forgiveness. But he he never experienced it. He doesn't know. He doesn't he hasn't experienced it in mean intimately knowing that. So as long as that's why the Rambam says that at this point before the scene, uh, before the lost Eden they were never confronted with evil so they were naked because they, they didn't know Hashem they, of course they knew the name, if you ask them what, what you have means, of course they say he uh, was here he will be and he is, he is a greater than Elohim, he is a merciful attribute they knew all this stuff they knew what kingship is, what oneness needs, but they didn't know it in a practical way and, and they, they were spare. They were spelled all this knowledge as long as they lived in Eden. So that's a paradox. When you live under the wing of mercy close to her, you don't appreciate her. You appreciated her only when you fall on earth. In fact, we will see it later on when Eve gave birth the first time. The name she, the name she gave to her son expressed that kind. Kind means she longed so much to them. To, to, now she had, only on earth uh, when she gave birth uh, she appreciated what shame means. So at this point, before the scene, they were walking around naked uh, not, not being known to Hashem because the practical knowledge, the knowledge of yud was very theoretical in them. And they didn't know good for me, you know intimately didn't know that they knew only a theoretical thing and, and there's nothing wrong what's wrong with going naked now let's talk about the serpent the serpent was uh, a room naked he said. but uh, but there is another meaning of, 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 uh, of a room uh, is a canning or smart now, I, so far i, I focus focused on the first meaning, naked. Ru means also smarter, smart. It was the smartest of all the animals. Now, those two interpretations are printed on our Torah books, side by side in Aramaic. Uh, from Targum Yonatan and from Targum uh, Unculus, they are dated before the destruction of the temple. So imagine this is like they were printed uh, 24, 23,000 years ago. No, what, what I'm saying, uh, 2300, uh, 2,300 years ago, 2,200 years ago before the temple destruction, anyway, in our mate. And now I consider both interpretation consider valid, side by side. So the serpent was naked, but he was also the smarter. And one, one explanation doesn't contradict the other. He was both. Why was he was smarter? We know that he was smarter. Uh, in fact, some said that uh, uh, he was Satan. That's a very common misconception. Uh, but, uh, uh, for instance, in many commentary, Ibn Ezra says, rejected notion, because how can you say that the serpent was a ser- Satan when he was punished? Satan, by definition, is an angel that uh, is appointed to as a prosecutor to bring us to trial. Remember, Hebrews says, Satan don't mix it with the European serpent. It's not the devil. Satan in the Torah is the one, the angel that uh, call us or, or bring us to trial and say the truth about us. So, so, so the serpent uh, it was punished. So he had a free will. And Satan doesn't have a free will. Satan is a is a, is a uh, An angel is a a messenger. Is a prophet. His task is to bring to the heavenly court. The sinner. So what is then the serpent? So here come the Zohar and the Midrash and the Book of the... And Manoides all say the same thing. The serpent was the vehicle of Satan. Satan rode over it. So, uh, right, so he, he, uh, the serpent was the tool that helped the Satan to bring Adam and his wife to justice. So the serpent was the what was it then? It was like a virtual. I remember talked about the virtual world in a of, in a fold on the third day before before there was any seed of life on earth before there was any insect, anything on, nothing on earth no sharab, no tree, and it was, a, it was a creature that was the father of all enticers it is a voice that we still hear in our heart calling us to commit a sin and, and the serpent came to the story at the right moment soon after sin was defined, remember we defined the sin on its level now the serpent is is coming to entice uh, to entice us to sin, so why, the question is why did the serpent approach the women first the woman first remember she wasn't called Eve yet so many take it as a sign that uh, uh, this was a weakness it, 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 because the the woman was weak, the mind was is always weak. Women are weak mind, weakened, or they have weak mind, feeble mind, and they they cannot resist any temptation. They have no discretion. They are lower creature. Many say the this is a common conception here, and that's why he came to Eve because you can easily entice her to sin you can easily uh, talk to a woman and bring her to sin to commit adultery but the uh, sages saw it differently the serpent has no choice in fact he, ha- he-, he had to go, he wanted to, his goal was to to make them to commit the second, to, co- to, to violate both both uh, uh, both uh, uh, commandments that they, they had so they had idolatry, which means to eat from the forbidden fruit, and they had adultery. So uh, only the woman could commit adultery at this point, because there was no other married females. So Adam could not could not commit any adultery, because there was no no other female married creature was there. But there was, but the, the, the serpent could, but Eve could could as a married woman, she could commit adultery, not not necessarily by sleeping with the serpent, even by by sitting with him intimately, in private, because a, a married woman should not confine privately with a stranger. So even though you, you can say she slept there, that's fine, or just being with her but the, but the fact is that he was after her because only she could commit the adultery. So in, we have to, 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 to conclude that the serpent was a creature that could be sexually desired by a woman. so how did it look like? So it must, must have been looked like a creature that could be sexually desired by, by the woman it was like a, 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 a humanoid it had a charm possibly because he lured her into sin it could converse she could understand him it had a free choice, he was smart and, uh, and uh, but he didn't know Hashem it was a vehicle of Satan but he had his own desire what did he really desire? so uh, the midrash says that she, he desires her so he figured out if she if, uh, he wanted to get rid of Adam, so if Adam would lose Eden by eating the fruit she will be left alone with, with him in Eden and he, she will be his uh, so because he figured out even if she eats from the form and he gave her the fruit to eat because he figured out that she was not warned After all, it was only Adam that was warned. The woman was never approached by Hashem telling her not to eat. So the snake or the serpent said, well, nothing will happen to to the woman if she eats, but she will give to, to the husband, and the husband will die, and she will be mine." So it's a classical case of adulterer who planned to get rid of the spouse. And he was smart, lovable, and he was counted among the beasts of the field. he didn't know he didn't perceive the shame. The serpent, so what was the serpent here I put it in bold in large type I put it out for you. the serpent was the creature which Adam could have been and Elohim made us without consulting Hashem so in other words if Elohim, if Elohim proceeded to create Adam on the sixth day let's assume he didn't consult he didn't consult Hashem but he continued to create us on the sixth day the same way that he created all the other creatures so he first created the cattle and the beast and everything that crawls on the ground in that order and then he created Adam. So, had he created Adam the same way, he just said, "Let it be Adam." Like he said, "Let it be beast." And he said that we Adam would be just next to the thing that call on the ground. So Adam would be look like a sophisticated serpent. That's really fit the story. So the serpent present that creature. That Adam could have been without consulting with with Hashem. So now I understand why he never mentioned Hashem. Because all the creatures, the beasts and the snakes and the, and the cattle and the crocodile, they may appreciate in their in their little mind they may appreciate the Creator in some way, but they don't know mercy and Adam could have been that, uh, that creature, and that creature is the serpent, and the serpent wanted Eve to be his. Of course I said, uh, I'm saying here, Hashem Elohim made us differently when He made the serpent, we are made to be aware of, of both Hashem Elohim in we, we we know mercy as we know nature and science. I put put an anecdote here that's saying that the Nazi Party ideology preached that man is a sophisticated natural creature, you know that, uh, that uh, should be only strong and prevail over his enemy without mercy. They said, the Nazi Party said it was a Jew uh, who spoiled the Aryan nation by spreading the Bible. So here it is. So the serpent is, uh, if you want, that's what the Nazis believe that human, human should be, uh, not knowing mercy. Could the serpent have been like a Neanderthal? That, I, I was thinking about that, you know, in terms of, we don't really know what Neanderthal were. Um, what we know that the sixth day took millions of years and the development of, of man in fact we, this is uh, our class will continue I, didn't, I thought I'm going to finish the story of Eden today we have, still have some verses to discuss we we'll leave it next time, we'll see how finally man was was made on earth here now we're talking how he was formed in Eden the decision everything we talk about happened on the third day another decision is going to be made how to make man on on the third day it was done a decision was made to, do, to be to make to make man on real life on the sixth day I think we have to finish here uh, and we have only f- uh, a few important things things to discuss we we'll do it next time. When Elohim consulted about making of Adam some said but he will, some said but he will sing. Why make him? Was that why the test was put in the mix? Uh, We have the, the trial in Eden is clearly giving Adam an option not to sing had Adam not seen in Eden. Remember the whole the whole the whole Eden issue was was by mercy. Mercy, because the two attributes held wing by wing, they, they recreated the world, they went back, they rewind wind rewind creation, rewinded creation, so they parked on the third day they went backward, as the verse in chapter two says. So and and so, uh, uh, at that point, uh, the mercy, it, the, the Hashem Elohim, together, created Eden with the option of Adam to go straight to the Sabbath. Had if, if Adam not seen, he would have gone straight to the Sabbath, but there, was, there wouldn't be life on earth at all because the whole decision to seed life on earth on the third day was made after Adam failed the story of Eden when the decision was made to make Adam on earth that's where life on earth developed so you cannot say that Adam was destined to, to sing Adam had an option not to sing he was, he was given a free will that's basically Judaism how come? How come you say? Well, Hashem didn't know the outcome. Well, as the Rabbi Akiva said, Hashem knew the outcome, and yet He gave us this, uh, He gave us the option. His knowledge and our knowledge is not the same. He gave us the option. was well, the serpent nakedness, shamelessness. If in animal eyes, in animal eyes, the animal, the serpent is never ashamed. He is sophisticated. He's a sophisticated creature almost parallel to man, the same wisdom, he can talk. He's lovable. But he knows only Elohim. If you know only Elohim, you will never be ashamed from, from nakedness. Only if you know, you'd have askay, if you know the Torah, if you know the if you have the the concept of of, of uh, of of uh, naked of of what sexual promiscuity is, only then you are ashamed. We will talk about it. What happened to them when they finally ate? I will leave it for next week. What is the significance of the word naked described in the serpent? The naked Arum is two meaning. Arum is naked to show that he was an animal. And to show us that the Adam and Eve also were our womb, so they were also like animals. At that point, as the Rambam say, they they didn't they knew only right from wrong. The serpent also knew right from wrong. That's why he was punished. But so he was also, but he, so he was naked. He knew right from wrong because he he, he was never ashamed but the word the room also means wise and that's what we are dealing now we are in the midst of, the, of to see how wise, how clever he was in addition to being naked and we will leave it for the next class to continue any other question? was it clear the this, this separation between right and wrong and good and evil? thank you was it clear? well you have to think now, think for the whole week, think about it what's the difference between uh... what is the the difference between a leukemia aspect of right and wrong to do truth and a lie between truth being truthful and uh, between a cheater and liar truth and a lie and uh, right and wrong, so this is a feature of Elohim judgment. Absolute justice, absolute righteousness, to to have the verdict right on on the money, without any consideration to mercy. That's Elohim. Mercy is the opposite. And mercy assesses us in a different character, in a different different, uh, uh, yardstick she, she, she uh, measures us if we are good or evil alright so digest it again you can read it here on the, on the, on the internet and we will continue uh, next week with Hashem's help to, to finish that and, and here after I think we are finishing now the idolatry part and we already mentioned adultery and, and I think the next commandment we're going to discuss, we follow the Torah, and we will move right away to bloodshed, the third commandment, with the story of uh, kind and evil, that's next to the story of, uh, of Eden. This will be the, how our humanity failed the first time on the third on the third commandment. So right now we're talking about the first commandment that was violated in Eden. Second commandment was violated in Eden. And, and as soon as they fall in earth they violated the third commandment with kind and evil. So this will be the, 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 the scope of our next classes. So thank you for being with me as always. I appreciate your, your participation and we'll see you next week at the same time the same wavelengths bye